my really my heart beats for baroque cello it's so different also to to play on my baroque cello it's so close i have no end pin i it sounds not that loud and i'm not that loud person i think I don't, i'm not the front person i'm more the 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 continual person and i can mm, i can um lead the the group from from the background and that's what i really love today i'm talking to the baroque cellist beatrice holzer graf hello beatrice hi it's so lovely to meet you here on zoom yeah it's nice to meet you too <laughs> where are you based i'm based in vienna oh okay and yeah. originally you're from salzburg exactly yeah i grew up close to salzburg Oh, wonderful. And, yeah. um, but uh, it's so wonderful to talk to you. And, and I know you have a love for Baroque music. I do, yeah. Yeah. And where did this love for Baroque start? Um, I mean, I grew up, my, my parents are um, organists, organ players and okay. church musicians. And I, I was always, it was around me, the um baroque music and i i grew up playing quite often at the church with bach and then alte musik and so it just came to me all the time and then suddenly during my studies i had the the opportunity to to play baroque cello as well and then it just fitted somehow mm. and yeah it's just very very um it's your groove, you can say. Yeah, somehow, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, but I also read that you played the flute. The uh, recorder? The um, recorder, yeah. Yeah, when, when I was a child, so okay. it's a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> like every and child the, starts almost. Yeah. <laughs> and the piano as well. Yes, yeah, mm -hmm. some, some years, but I'm more talented in playing cello. <laughs> okay, but from these instruments to the cello, how did you decide to play the cello then? Or what made you decide to play the cello? Um, I had the wish to play in orchestra and chamber music and playing together with with other musicians. And uh, my sister was playing violin and she I, I realized when she always was rehearsing with other people and, and playing chamber music and I was so jealous somehow. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, okay. um, I also wanted to play, and and she said, "No, you are not allowed to play violin. It's my violin teacher. Uh, look for something <laughs> different." <Okay. laughs> and so I decided playing cello, and it uh, it fits. Yeah, was my instrument somehow. <laughs> yeah, because I, it's always so interesting what uh, what draws people to a specific instrument. So sometimes I've also heard somebody played the violin, and then. You know, it just didn't work for her. And the moment she switched to the viola, um, then suddenly, you know, it was there. And so it's it's also, I think it, it has to be this compatibility uh, with the instrument yeah. that yeah. makes it. Mm. Yeah, it's it's crazy somehow, but it it's like... Like in Harry Potter, you fit, you find your personal uh, um, Zauberstab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like you find your instrument somehow. Yeah. You yeah. find your magic. 
Your magic wand. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> but now, so you said your parents were organists, so you grew up with this, with the music, and um, so do you think this is automatically it? It was the path. Did you find? Uh, did you know from a young age you would want to be a professional musician? No, not always. Uh, I had my crisis as well. Really? <laughs> also, when I started studying, I, I mean, yeah, I, I wasn't so sure about all the time. I, I, I'm also very interested in in law. In like, yeah. Okay. And when I started studying, I started both play as well, studying cello and law, and and this was good. So I had the chance to decide really. I. I had the two two opportunity opportunities somehow. Um uh then when I was really sure about I want to play cello being a professional musician, I stopped with law. But uh like four years ago I decided again I'm I'm studying law again. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now it's I'm still I'm sh- so like during during COVID, I wasn't so sure if I want to be a professional musician. And I decided, okay, let's just do law. But I realized I just need to play cello and just need the music. And now I'm still studying and it's like my hobby. Um, but I I love being a musician and I love all the all the surroundings, all meeting new people and having different projects. And it's so the work is so intense. Some of if you have rehearsal, it's like I'm completely concentrated and have to be like totally present. <clears throat> and I didn't find this in all the law jobs I, I tried during the last years. It was like some so often times of of um doing nothing somehow or waiting for something. And I don't want to wait. I want to, to do something. I want to do it, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like you said, you and, and when you were younger, you knew you wanted to have this connection with people. And this is what orchestras and ensembles bring. This is these these connection and these, um, uh, you know, collaborations with people. Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> but now... Um, it's also interesting that you mentioned law and that you then realize that you want to play an instrument because I've spoken to a, um, a, a soprano who is actually studied medicine and then she mm-hmm. also realized, you know, this is singing, even though it can be sometimes difficult, um, but this is really what she wanted to do. So it's interesting that you have these two uh sides you know the law and then the the music it's not something that you always think uh, that one person would be interested in no but I think I like the the challenge of using my brain and like um, Mm. I like um like to eat a lot of material into into myself it's it's like Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I love learning new new scores and new music, and I also love learning like or educating a, a huge horizon somehow. And and for me, law is like it's not so far away from being a creative person because I I try to learn all the tools, and then it's up to me how creative I am to put stuff together and. 
And this is my my personal challenge with this. <laughs> yeah, but I love that you say that because I just wanted to ask you, can you see something, you know, similar that these two bring? You know, there must be something that is, that you feel is is the same type of, like you say, there is a creativity. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I also think it's even more opportunities to be creative because if i'm practicing cello i'm i mean i'm practicing technique and trying to have my bow in a good direction and stuff and it's like very dry somehow and okay i also have to learn dry um laws but i can put it together as i want <laughs> i mean at least in my imagination yeah <laughs> But do you think this the one uh, supports the other in a way? So, so can you see there's something that because you play the cello, there's something about law that you do differently or or that because you studied law that you look at what you do as a musician differently? I'm not so sure. I mean, um, somehow... Um, in the direction of okay i'm i had the education of a musician and it's a really rough education i realized and i when i had my law jobs during covid and with at the lawyer's uh, office and stuff i realized okay i have really a thick skin uh, and yeah. i can really handle with so much pressure and and this is what I really often realized, and it was different to other students who just studied law, mm. because they they were sitting at home and learning their books, and and I when I was since I'm a little child, I someone was criticizing something, of course very personal, and yeah. um, this was hard, yeah, and but that's a good thing for the law, I guess. Even I don't want to work in this world, but yeah, but now I can to realize it was interesting, yeah, yeah, and you find that also uh with with ballet, I think because uh two of my children are ballet dancers, and I rem I also know that they have this side this side of ballet where you have to to handle this critique, you know, and mm -hmm. that you get used to it in in a way that um that you have to handle that and and of course then when you go into other things then it's just like hey you know <laughs> i can it's i can so, do it i can handle yeah, it yeah, yeah yeah it's so easy somehow suddenly yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's true so, um but now uh, this is uh, very interesting that we talk about this because this is also something that i'm very interested in in that is that um somehow i believe that children in schools should be able to do more forms of art so that this helps them in a way to do other subjects like maths and science and, and languages so that these these subjects are all equally spread into the syllabus so um do you also think that it's important for children to do some form of art absolutely yeah absolutely like yeah and, and, and. It's important mm. somehow. Yeah, it doesn't matter which kind of art, but also to 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 listen to yourself. What really, what you really want to express, if it's in in painting or in in writing, I don't know. But not just to be a, a marionette, mm. 
and to okay you have to learn maths and you have to learn physics and I just do it and I don't have any idea why but they told me so and not to be told to be to do anything or to to express anything but to to let it let it um, establish somehow from your own exactly yeah yeah. This is amazing because, yeah, this is true that you that you get that um, power almost, you know, that you can say, okay, but this is how I see it and this is how I project it um, and that you, you don't get that with other subjects or subjects like maths and science. It's right or wrong, mm-hmm. basically, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and to learn to to listen to your soul as well is, is yeah. Um, maybe it's just an impression to me, but it, it if you don't have this this possibilities to to try to do arts, it's you miss something. It's such an important topic as well, mm-hmm. and all the I mean all uh the whole world is somehow with arts if you if you go out and see new buildings it's art or if you go in a museum or you listen to music it's there are so many art uh, topics of or things of art um and why not to try to find out what oneself want to express you know? exactly and i wonder also sometimes if we see all these forms of art but we don't realize it's forms of art mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that you just we just sit on a chair and we don't realize but this is really a form of art you know yeah 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 and someone tried to express mm-hmm. something and and also to be even if if you don't understand everything to to have the respect of of somebody's expression Exactly. And I think also the fact that you, when you uh, learn a form of art or, or do a form of art, then you also have the appreciation if somebody else does it. So you don't necessarily have to become an artist, but you can um, appreciate art then. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. But now tell me about this ensemble that you're part of, the Baroque uh-huh. Ensemble. Yeah, it's it's nice. I mean, it's very small. It's so it's very very um, close. Somehow we we have yeah also to respect somehow each person's um, expressions and and ideas. And it's not like okay, we are a big group, and if he's telling something I'm not I'm I'm not okay with, I, I just ignore it and do my my stuff. But it's a very very close working together and um very intimate somehow and you feel like mm, problems or nervous nervosity and mm. um or tensions you you feel it so directly somehow and yeah it's 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 interesting work like also to to um Uh, to practice my patience as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but in, and you also three, the three of you together are, it's also not very common that you have these Baroque 
groups or you have them but but the instruments and and you the music that you play it's not very common that you find that yeah um to be honest i also didn't know it before that there are really, really? so a lot of uh, different verbs on music um which is written for this small um and delicate formation of ensemble yeah but it's in also an in, in interesting topic to to find more and mm, more music and and why composers decided to to compose uh yeah to make, write music for such a small group and not because always because of financial um reasons I but also, i don't know there are so many reasons probably and it's interesting to find more and, and get deeper into this into this uh, formation yeah 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 because it's also important that we know about these pieces because it's you know we we talk about bach a lot and and everybody knows bach but then you you work with other composers that we don't normally hear of, uh, of because you say this is such a small group yeah 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 exactly and there's a huge amount of of unknown composers and writing for this small small groups and i mean and maybe it's also good for nowadays to have such a small group because no one has money to pay musicians and and it's to give art and music uh, to people with like more or less a, a smaller amount of money because the group is not so big and but we can share music as well and that's maybe also a, an important spot or yeah. idea of yeah bringing music to the public and um like more easygoing and, yeah yeah do you feel there is more of a connection also because you're such a small group that you can connect with the audience easier? Yeah, yeah, at some in some point, yeah, because like we don't play in such huge um, halls. It's more like Wohnzimmer concert um, yeah. or house concerts, and you're closer. Yeah, of course, and after the concert, you're. You're having a chat with with the audience, and they also ask, "Hey, why why did you choose this or that?" or it or give us directly their um, their uh, feedback or their emotions, and it's closer. It's absolutely it's closer. Yeah. So do you do you play other genres as well, or do you really focus just on baroque music? No, I also play uh, modern cello and I play quite a lot, quite a lot in bigger orchestras, also in also operas and symphonies, and um, and I like also this point of my life, like to have a huge uh, horizon somehow and oh, yeah. um, a lot of in input um, I get, and yeah, but. My really my heart beats for baroque cello. It's so different also to to play on my baroque cello. It's so close. I have no end pin. I it sounds not that loud, and I'm not that loud person. I think I, I'm not the front person. I'm more the 
the they continue person and I can mm, I can um lead the the group from from the background and that's what I really love and and I mean yeah it's maybe I'm I'm playing bigger orchestras but there it's not so important what I'm doing if I'm playing wrong notes probably no one would realize it maybe my neighbor but yeah and um and as a soloist I need this this mentality of hey I'm I want to be here but and and with baroque cello it's it's the perfect thing for me i'm i'm Amazing. cozy with my cello and and i have the the perfect part for my personality i guess yeah, yeah. That's amazing. And and do you when you when you play that, so you feel that's your comfort. That's that's where you feel more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering really always again. Um but yeah, it's always again this realization or I realize always it's it's different. It's closer to me. Yeah. Funny. You have to have to have a different uh, uh, cello to play um, baroque, mm-hmm. or do you play with the same cello when you play in the orchestra? No, I have two different cellos. Yeah, I have a very old and very tiny and small and lovely baroque yeah. cello. Mm-hmm. And my modern cello, I also love it. It sounds amazing, and I love playing it. Yeah. So, so do you have to? have it made specially or is it is it really a very old uh cello my baroque cello is from 185 wow yeah yeah i it was just by accident how i found it it was i was really lucky <laughs> and it does have a different sound then to the new one absolutely it's it's far smaller and also with the gut strings it, it sounds more like a like a buck somehow. Really? <laughs> and yeah, but it's very on the point as well. And and, and my my modern cello is like, yeah, it, it's the feather sound and it's the hey, I'm here and and the, the baroque cello is more delicate somehow, I think. Oh wow, that's right. I I never knew that. And you say the strings are different. Mm-hmm. It's it's gut strings, yeah. Okay, and is it easy to find to, to replace if you have to? Yeah, there is a, a smaller market for gut strings, but there is. I mean, playing baroque music is um, nowadays quite um, popular as well, and there oh, it's it's mm-hmm. there are possibilities online to to find um, good gut strings, yeah. Do you think audiences um, are aware of, uh, or not not aware, but that that baroque music is uh, something for everybody? That you know that we sort of think it's just church music. But do you think audiences are, are open to, or more open nowadays, to come and listen to baroque music? I think so. Yeah. Uh, younger audiences. Do you think they are interested? Yeah. And- I mean, we are young as well, and we try to make or to to give music to the audience very full of vitality and lively and and um, flexible as well. And 
we are not maybe that dogmatic as uh, I say the the people who started with who had to fight for for um for uh to to be accepted as musicians when they only play alte music and um they maybe maybe they had to follow a very strict uh, plan of uh Christian Bach or Carl Philipp Emanuel Bach who wrote this and that and I mean we also try to have this um this surrounding but to also to join us as personalities and and I think we can find a connection to young people as well I mean yeah it it happens quite often I think when friends of us or young people come to our concert and are like totally impressed afterwards with like Mm -hmm. oh it's so lively and I had such a good time listening to you and watching to you and there was something that you gave to the to us and this is it doesn't make a difference i think if if these are young people or older people and of course the audience is getting older but yeah maybe it's the way you know that that music is concerts are done now that it's more you know like you say more connecting you and and especially because you're a smaller group you can connect now and that that brings people who are not necessarily um, the concert goers, but that they feel then this connection and that makes the music then also perceived differently. Yeah. You know, if you have that connection. Yeah, exactly. I think it's the the hardest thing or the most important thing is to to start the stone rolling. I don't know if it's the right expression, but... Yeah, um, yeah. if, If we can catch someone mm. after the first concert he ever went in um then it this it it rolls and the 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 not the hürde the yeah. the challenge or the, the it's not so big anymore and exactly. and i mean that's that's the best thing what can happen to us to us mm. musicians to impress someone or to give someone like the 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 knowledge also it's not like um expensive exactly. uh, concert cards in big halls where i have to to behave somehow or to be uh, to dress up somehow so no, i can just go and enjoy yeah. yeah i think it's that perception that if you go to a classical or a, a baroque concert that it's this you know very yeah stiff uh you know you have to dress up and you have to behave a certain way yeah i think it's definitely that thing that's it's such a pity and because i mean i'm absolutely not a person like this but i also go to concerts and i go like dressed in jeans and i'm not rich but i just go there and and yeah i i want to show this also to other people yeah that's so wonderful. Well, it's so inspiring talking to you because you uh, you you can feel your passion for it and uh, that you you know that it's really your thing that yeah. you love doing. Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. just tell me now what what is the dream for you? My personal dream, or with the yeah. ensemble, or uh, my personal dream. Okay. 
Um, I mean, I came to Vienna like three and a half years ago. I broke up with, with COVID. I broke up every, every connections I had in Germany and thought, okay, I'm getting, I start to be a lawyer now. Mm-hmm. Um, when I decided like, I, I really want and need to play cello and it's like, it was at the beginning of this year, I guess. Um, I started again from like zero, zero with finding connections, finding concerts, finding other musicians. And yeah, and my dream is to have the chance to live properly as a musician and um, to have good concerts. And um, so, I mean, probably it's not so good to say, but sometimes it's, in in my level I'm right now with connecting and stuff, it's like I'm a prostitute who is playing like for everything, just people get to know me. And yeah, yeah. And I don't want to be in this position all my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. No, I know we probably, yeah. yeah. And and to have interesting mm-hmm. different projects and meeting new people all the time or often. And but to have also my my fixed ensembles like three or four ensembles who who always ask me who's cellist I am so this would be my dream yeah yeah but it's true that it takes time and especially for musicians you know to establish yourself and like you say to establish yourself in ensembles or uh, orchestras and find where you are most comfortable Absolutely, yeah, and also to find the people who really who think, okay, that's the cell- uh, the cellist for our group, and uh, we want yeah. to make music with her because she's good at her technique or too good at her um, handwork, yeah, and she's also good as a person with her ideas, and she's um, uh, social compatible, and yeah, yeah. like yeah, this yeah. And this is this is also something that we don't always realize is that you study music for so many years and you, you basically dedicate your life to the music, but that it's not always so easy to get there and it's not also so easy to get yourself established. You really have to work at that part as well. It's not just practicing the instrument, but it's that business side of things that you also have to focus on. It's so important, yes, and yeah, and also to realize when I mean when when you're starting like studying cello, for example, you think okay, and I will go into a, to an orchestra and playing an orchestra and uh, lowest level maybe um, Wiener Sinfonica and best level Wiener Philharmonica, but then you realize okay, what character I am am I do I really fit into such an orchestra or or am I better for smaller groups or also I'm okay I'm talented in getting in contact with people and with um um no veranstalter uh, yeah yeah and this often or orchestra musicians are not so so good with get, getting in touch with people and and so like okay that's an easygoing musician where you can chat with and and 
it's so so um different to how to work and also to accept that this is also where um, if i choose this way i can say i also um reached my aim and yeah. I, I didn't just reach my my aim or goal if i'm in an orchestra it's it, mm. there's so many different ways and yeah and it's, it's also yeah. education uh, development and education as well yeah like, and it's yeah. also you have to promote yourself really because you are the artwork or the the artist way you know yeah. it's it's different when you're a painter you have your art separate from you but you are basically the artwork you know or the art that you that you're selling so i can yeah. i can imagine that it's that it's can be difficult also if you're not that type of person going out and and connecting with people then it it's it's challenging it is, yeah, and and true. Like as a few weeks ago, a, a artist, a painter, told me like, okay, I'm. To be honest, my job is so much easier because I'm at home. I'm painting, and if I like it, I just change something. And if I don't like it, and if I'm in concert and didn't like the wrong note, I just played. <laughs> I have no chance anymore. And yeah, yeah, yeah. This was exactly. interesting thinking. Yeah. 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 And it's it's um, it's also they can they can put their um, work in an art gallery and continue somewhere else. Whereas you have to be there, you have to play, and you have to be there physically uh, mm -hmm. at the time. So yeah. yeah, it's been things that I've also thinking about because I have been talking to many painters as well, and I was thinking mm -hmm. you know, that it's different conversations because they have different challenges that although they are artists they they have different ways of marketing themselves and and marketing their work you know and it's it's almost as if you can put a little bit of a distance between the artwork and yourself because yeah. because it's not you that's that's um there yeah in a way I don't know if you understand what I mean yeah, yeah I think so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So also in between arts, it's everything is so different. Exactly. And, and, yeah. And, yeah. Now that's true. But Beatrice, it was so lovely talking to you. And I know you've got a concert coming up on Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. 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 So, so very welcome to, to, to come. Thank you very much. I'm going to, um, Renette wrote to me and I'm going to try and make it to the concert. Great. Yeah, it would, yeah. Be, uh, would be very nice to meet you in person. Yeah, that would be lovely. Mm -hmm. But have a wonderful day and all the best with your uh, great work. And, and uh, uh, you know, your, I can, like I say, I can really see your passion for what you're doing. And, uh, and I hope everything, I hope all your wishes come true. Thanks so much. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> and thank you for a nice interview. <laughs> oh, that's great. I oh, know that's a great pleasure. Okay, Beatrice. See you okay. soon. See you. Bye. Bye.